This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Monday. Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdy, with you. If you'd like to be part of the fastest hour, all you have to do is dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And we, my friends, have so much to talk about. You know, over the weekend, we talked about this one this Saturday Morning radio extravaganza. We played sound of uh, Camilla, Kamala Harris suggesting that people sh- should in Florida should be treated differently according to their race when it comes to getting relief from the horrors of Hurricane Ian. Now, the administration, FEMA has walked that back. They haven't even walked it back. They never made the statement to walk back. They are denying that that is going to be the case. There were a lot of panicked people after this. Understandably, if you've lost everything and you're waiting for some lifeline, I mean, there are literally people who lost everything. Not a figure of, not a figure of speech, for real. Over the weekend, uh, Senator Marco Rubio was on television. One of the things he said was that the beach town of Fort Myers is gone. Start over. It has been obliterated by this this hurricane. I spoke with a friend of mine who went over to try to rescue people in his family. And he just said it was just, it was beyond belief what you, seeing it in person uh, to the West Coast. And so we don't even have a full death total. According to some reports, it's now in the 80s, others say 70s. And the vice president had gone on to say that we're going to deal with equity because, you know, in the past, some people hadn't gotten everything. And so now when we, you know, hand out relief, this time it's going to be equitable. We're going to start with those who don't have, the people of color and the usual. Now, of course, anyone that is, anyone who has ever been through a national natural disaster or a national one, The statement is absurd. It makes no sense. It's why would anybody even think like this at a time like this? 
when people are in dire need, you don't, even when people aren't in dire need, it's a matter of just living properly. You don't look at their skin color. You look at what their needs are, especially if they've gone through this kind of a disaster. What do you need? How can we help? What color are you and what happened in your past? Now, Kamala Harris was asked about it today. She refused to answer any questions in her own statement. The FEMA boss, FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell, clarified that disaster aid for those affected by Hurricane Ian would not be doled out with with preferential treatment. It's not going to be given to community of colors, despite what Kamala Harris says. She was on Disgrace the Nation. Chris Wall, Face the Nation, asked for a response by the remarks from Vice President Harris. Said, of course not. <laughs> no. No. How we're going to do things. She says she was on the ground. She was on the ground Friday and Saturday assessing the damage personally, talking to survivors. There are a lot of people that are going to need assistance. And one of the things that I have known and I have experienced responding to other disasters is there are people that often have a hard time accessing our programs. There are barriers to our programs. And so she said our focus has been, since she's been in office, to make sure that those kind of barriers are removed. People that need the help are going to be able to access the help that they offer. And she said she knows the vice president and the president share the same values. Well, that's good cover. But clearly, the vice president of the United States does not share those same values. There is panic in some quarters over the country over the return of the Supremes. Supreme Court begins a new term. There were all kind of articles over the weekend. And the tone of the articles was, oh, no, if you thought last year was bad, if you thought the last term was bad, just wait. Just wait till this term. There's a story in the Hill today. Five. Five, count them. Five things to be on the lookout for from this new Supreme Court. We'll go through them. Meanwhile, there. Oh, let me address something. I got a text after the program asking me. I was sort of, uh, you know, one of those kind of makes you question texts. Like, hey, James, have you gotten any feedback from your show today? It's an unusual question to ask. Like, no. Why? And then came the answer because you opened the show. You promised people that no matter what it was, they could call and talk about it and you would respect them, and then you got a call from a guy, and you yelled at him for being a kook, and you were mean to him. And he, no matter who who can tell how badly this person felt, and you, you may have caused this person to go out and do something horrible. You humiliated him in front of all of your listeners. I'm trying to remember, did I do that? Now look, folks. I do. So let me start with an apology. If that is indeed how it sounded to you, or if that's even worse, indeed what I did, yell at somebody, 
I sincerely, for being a kook, I sincerely apologize. I know kooks, and I like kooks. I just don't agree with kooks, and I kind of make fun of kooks, but it's all in good jest. I mean, look, I'm not going to change anybody's mind that's a kook. I know that. And you kooks ought to know you're not going to change my mind either, okay? Kook, K-O-O-K, kook. So if you are a kook and I've offended you by yelling at you, I do offer you my apologies. Because I do want you kooks to call here, too. I mean, kooks are welcome. Everyone's welcome here. If you're a liberal, you're welcome here. And I do want to. I strive to treat everyone with respect and dignity. That doesn't mean I'm not going to laugh at you sometimes. It doesn't mean that if I think you're nuts, I'm not going to say, you know, I think you're nuts. Because it doesn't I mean I disrespect you, even though I might think you're nuts. But kooks are welcome here, too. And you kooks, you all know who you are. Most of you know who you are. Some of you really, really, really intense kooks might not, might not know you're so kooky. But most kooks know who they are. Like, yeah, I'm a kook, and I'm proud of it. I believe this, that, and that, and the other, and I'm proud of it. There are some things that are happening in the world that are not funny, a lot of them. We had a gang of female robbers on the train, the Green Goblin Gang. Now, this, folks, we are getting into a land where people are conflating, confusing the make-believe that they see in the movies and real life. Hell there was no. a group of robbers. Yeah. A group of robbers, female assailants, there are pictures of this, dressed head to toe in neon green jumpsuits. It looks like something out of a Batman movie, like the Riddler without the question marks. Head to toe, these lime green, neon green outfits. It's a gang of female robbers. They were on the subway. And they were attacking people. The victims were robbed of cell phones, handbag, 2 a.m. on the subway by the Green Goblin Gang. This, I mean, this is comic book stuff, but it's happening in real life in Florida. Ay, ay, ay. When I say Florida, it's happening in the subways. It's happening in real life on the subways of New York. Times Square subway train. An innocent dad visiting a Maritz college student for the family weekend was shot dead at a local hotel, a courtyard Marriott. The innocent man was staying two men with gang ties were captured. They Police found bomb-making materials later, a ghost gun. That's one of these guns that's printed on a 3D printer. You can sneak them in places. This was up in Poughkeepsie. One of the suspects got into an argument with hotel workers and others when he went down to the library to get coffee, 7.30 a.m. Sunday. The shooter had with him a 30-round high-capacity magazine. 
bullets were sprayed. The father of a Marist college student was shot dead in the mayhem. The man not immediately, not immediately identified. The suspects had been smoking PCP or a PCP-like substance in their room before the shooting took place. These people, known to law enforcement, these criminals, no association with the parent of the student that was murdered in their murder spree. So you go visit your daughter, and uh, you're staying at a hotel. What can possibly go wrong? You're dead. Gangsters. These guys with bomb-making capabilities. There was another story in the in Fox News, didn't have time to print it up, about another bad weekend in Chicago, including another ki- a child that was killed. Democrats in crime, my friends, Democrats in crime. Oh, I saw a, a caller that came in, he hung up. I saw the screen, he said it was Tom that I insulted, Tom from the Bronx, on Saturday, and if Tom from the Bronx is listening, anybody knows him, just tell him I apologize. I didn't mean to hurt his feelings. If I did hurt his feelings, and I didn't mean to yell at him, I wasn't trying to. I guess I did. I don't remember yelling at him. I, I don't see. I wasn't angry at anybody, and I wasn't teed off. I was just having fun. So I, I'm not trying to make excuses. If I yelled at the guy, and that's the way it's perceived, I apologize. Anyway. Kooks know who they are. And then supposedly I said something like kooks at the end when I got through. You know, look, like I said, kooks know who they are. And, and I even welcome the kooks. The kooks are welcome here. Everybody is. 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-9222. And we're coming back right after this. Talk Radio 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, 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 rush. W. ABC Talk Radio 77. Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker's birthday today. How old? 81 years of age. That's all? 81? No, Chubby Checker is 81 years old. That's what I... Yeah, 81. That's it? I mean, he must he must have been really young when this came out. Yeah, you could say. Yeah, Gwen Stefani has a birthday today, too. Some guy, A, dollar sign... SAP, I guess they call him ASAP or ASAP. ASAP Rocky. ASAP. I'm not making fun of his name. I got to be careful now because people think I yell at kooks. ASAP Rocky, probably about 14 or 15 today. (laughs) I don't know how old the kid is. Yeah, baby, let's do the twist. Let's work it out. Oh, I'm C, double his age. ASAP is 34. Thank you. 
Okay, wait a minute. Let's go to him right now. He just called in. Tom in the Bronx. You are the man yeah, that everyone yeah. says I, I insulted. Go- yeah, Mr. Golan, there was no insult taken on that in my part. I'm Thank a long-time caller to talk radio. I used to talk to Bob Grant and other personalities over the years. You talked to Bob Grant? Oh, sure. The, um, the Bob, I used to talk to Bob Grant, and him and I got into some situations of uh, my assertions on different things. But, in other words, I like Bob Grant, Bob too, Grant would call you names, boy. Bob Grant would call you a stunad. Hey, stunad. That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's, um, in, in fact, the... Uh, I remember Bob Grant telling somebody, Tom, Tom, let's stay there. I remember Bob Grant telling this woman, he said, listen, put your fingers in your ears and then bowl yourself like a bowling ball. He said, but I, I, but there's things he said were very much on the money. Uh, One, one issue that I took to him was one day he said, um, he, he said, Martin Luther King, he made an assertion of the holiday. And I said to him, Mr. Grant, I said, uh, Martin Luther King died for the day, and he didn't want the day. He wanted action from Washington, D.C. And and uh, my voice really got strong that day. But, but that's the way I felt about it. And good for but, you. What a beautiful but, statement to make, Tom. Thank you for that. Yeah, uh, the um, anyway, there's there's no, I don't know how you got that idea, but there's no. Well, uh, because I take it seriously, you know. I don't look. I take this stuff seriously. The last thing I want to do is intentionally hurt somebody's feelings or say something mean to people. And I think people know when I'm being lighthearted and joking, like when I call you a kook. It's like it's it's a term of endearment. I mean, so you're the one that believed that hurricanes, right, can be steered into certain population groups, right? I'm not even going to bring that up anymore. Okay. But and that's why I said, I'm, like, I said. What I'm trying to say is this, <laughs> that, that anyway, I like your program because you put me on and I'm able to say something here and there. I've said some positive stuff, too, that uh, anyway – uh, well, we love you too, Tom. Believe anything they want, and we love you too. And people were calling; they remembered you. See, they remembered you. They remembered who you were because of what you said, and they didn't think I was being mean either. So, thank you for calling back and and reinforcing that. And I appreciate it, Tom. Thanks so much. Of course. Okay. But, Thanks, Tom. Have a good day. And the rest of you kooks out there, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> But hurricanes cannot be steered. Let me just be really clear about this, folks. Hurricanes, mankind cannot steer hurricanes to target certain groups of people. They don't have, we human beings, we don't have that kind of power. Stay off the weed. (laughs) A fishing duo, two fishermen. This is how bad it's getting out here. Okay, seriously. I saw this story, and I said, now who's going to? This story comes from the Daily Mail. It was over the weekend, and I printed it out over the weekend because I'm like, who does this? Who does this? Two fishermen were caught cheating in a fishing tournament. 
to make their catches seem even heavier by stuffing them with weights. So imagine this. You're going to a fishing tournament, and you two decide, oh, I know, let's cheat. Let's win by cheating in a fishing tournament. Really? Chase Chase Kaminsky from Pennsylvania. He might be in our listening audience. If anybody knows Chase, give him, well, no, I'm not going to suggest any actions. But if you run into Chase, just say, attaboy, Chase. Chase Kaminsky from Pennsylvania and Jack Runyon from Ohio. I wonder was he from Newark. Anyway, Jack Runyon from Ohio. We're taking part in the Lake Erie Wally, Walleye Trail Lake Erie Walleye Trail Championship. This was in uh, Cleveland, in Gordon's Park. They were caught red-handed. Their fish almost doubled the weight of their closest competitor. Inside, when people started objection, like, hey, something's fishy here. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, <laughs> th- they found several lead balls deliberately designed to add pounds to their catch. This was over $5,000 in prize money. The crowd who had gathered to watch the fishing event turned angry. They did not appreciate this. Now, last year, this duo scored the top catch in Lake Erie's fall brawl. They attempted to claim $100,000 in prizes. They were disqualified. Weights found stuffed into the fish champs at fishing competitions. Now, this duo apparently has been disallowed from future participation in these. Who does this? That We are in an age, if you pick up your phone half the time these days, it's somebody claiming to be either from the IRS that's got some lead on you, and, oh, boy, you better call this number, otherwise an arrest warrant's going to be issued for you. Or it's somebody, we're calling to let you know that we're from your credit card company. They never, And all of your debts are going to be forgiven. All you have to do is give us your credit card number. Or you purchased a $2,000 MacBook on Amazon. Call this number. Every day, it's scam after scam after scam after scam. Cheat after cheat after cheat after cheat. Almost every aspect, you go from the top to the bottom in our country, the DOJ, corrupt as they can be. All the way down to people now going to fishing tournaments. What has happened to the basic moral decency of human beings? You have to actually cheat in a fishing contest? Who does this? What kind of human being do you have to be to cheat in a fishing contest? Ay, ay, ay. And then it goes all the way to horrible things like this story. And I'll have to get to a break after this story. The FBI apparently has, this is a headline from ABC 7. It was published on September 25th last week. 
The article was prom- uh, promoted, posted with from the uh, Sons of Liberty Media. Headline, FBI protected woman who made $200 million selling up to 8,000 children over 40 years. This is a human trafficking case. Woman sold up to 8,000 children. It was a phony adoption agency. The FBI protected a mother, it is alleged by this article, sold up to 8,000 children for $200 million over four decades. Her sentence, she got three months in a minimum security prison. Margaret Cole, former owner of the European Adoption Consultants, was sentenced today, it says, in United States District Court of the Northern District of Ohio. Hmm, Ohio again. Three months to federal prison. Three years supervised release, plus 12 months of home confinement. Has to pay a $7,500 fine. She pled guilty to one count of conspiracy to defraud the United States, one count of making false statement to the Polish Central Authority in front of federal court judge James Gwynn in a Zoom hearing. This is what 7 News is reporting. The 74-year-old woman told the court she suffered from PTSD, high blood pressure, and vertigo. They let her out with, apparently, this phony adoption ring was used to traffic children. Sometimes it is alleged without their parents' knowledge. Up to 8,000 kids. She made $200 million. It is alleged. Three months. In New York, I know I said I have to break. I'll break in one moment, Kevin. New York Elementary School is struggling after 100 migrant children enroll. A lot of the kids don't speak English. No speaking to English. Yeah. And that's happening here. It's in Hell's Kitchen. Public schools struggling to cope with swelling class sizes. Between 100 and 120 illegal, illegal immigrants whom were bussed in from Tejas, all enrolled at the same elementary school. The school, PS 111 on 53rd Street, usually has classes 25, 30 students. Now, many of those classes have about 38 students. Many of them don't speak English. Things are not going well. Hmm, what do you think of that? Dare I ask. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. And we're going to twist our way into this. Come back on the other side. More news and some of your calls coming up, too. So don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? 
Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Talk Radio 77. WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snerdly. All the girls don't feel like this. Few times been around that deck, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause ain't no Hollaback girl. Ain't no Hollaback girl. Few times been around that deck, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Gwen Stefani. You know, I'm so glad that I grew up in the age that I grew up in. Trevor knows all the lyrics to this. I do. Yeah, I know. I see. Ah. And I love it. I heard that you were talking and you didn't think that I would hear it. People hear you talking like that, getting everybody caught up. So I'm ready to attack. You know what her voice reminds me of, Kev? Tell me. You know that sound when chalk hits the, the, the chalkboard? No. Yeah, I do. If I had to listen to this all day long, I would lose my mind. <laughs> I mean, no offense. Gwen Stefani's cool. Yo, she's cool with me. I'm not trying to rip her. I'm just saying. There are certain voices that I just find irritating. This is one of them. Along with the chalkboard? Yeah. Which one's worse, in your opinion? But the music to this, let's face it, I give this a 10 for the beat. The I agree. The beat is really cool. I really do like the beat on this. I like the music. It's solid. Even if you don't know the lyrics, I mean, it, it gets you moving. Just like the twist did last, in the last uh, the last segment. The twist was a real... Okay, Kev. Thank you. <clears throat> Uh, you folks uh, aye, aye, aye. that have been listening to me talk about the anti-science, the the way that language is suppressed when and doctors and nurses are being suppressed around America, please pay attention to this. This story today comes from American Wire News, AmericanWireNews.com. Unconstitutional anti-science Newsom signs bill that punishes California doctors who question COVID vaccination safety. California, the article says, is one step closer to being a fully totalitarian state, thanks to Governor Gazem Newsom, that's my name for him, Gazem Newsom, who signed into law AB 2098, a bill that punishes physicians and surgeons for quote-unquote unprofessional conduct should they dare question the safety or efficacy of COVID vaccinations. Under the new laws, Medical Board of California, the Osteopathic Medical Board of California, can now discipline doctors who deviate from quote-unquote the approved COVID treatment consensus. So dare you have another opinion, 
than the state-enforced opinion on COVID vaccinations, and they will punish you, and it's legal. In his signing statement, Gazem Newsom said, Assembly Bill 2098 provides that the dissemination of misinformation or disinformation related to COVID-19 by physicians and surgeons to a patient under their direct care constitutes unprofessional conduct. I am so infuriated by this. This mayor. Get me started. This mayor of questionable intellect dare thinks he has the right and and this Democrat-run legislature. If you disagree, look, there are people dying. There are people, young people, who allegedly are dying shortly after taking the vaccine. There have been incidents of myocidosis. I hope I'm saying it right. And people, and and all of a sudden, if you're a doctor and you don't go along, if you say, hey, I've been researching this, my own research, I'm a doctor, I'm a professional, and there's something wrong here you should be aware of, someone reports you to the state, and now all of a sudden the state can tell you, oh, oh, you're unprofessional, because you offered your professional opinion, which happens to differ than the quote-unquote consensus. Consensus is not science. This is something Rush used to talk about all the time. Just because you have consensus doesn't mean it's science. There is no science on global warming based on consensus. Consensus is getting a group of people. It's a popularity contest. It is not science. This is shameful. But now it is the law in the state of California, Kate. Horrible. Joe Biden over the weekend touted a Coast Guard diver who saved lives in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Guess what? Guess what? This Coast Guard diver that he praised as being a hero is due to be fired from the Coast Guard because he is among 2,000 other members of the Coast Guard have not agreed to take the mandatory vaccination that Joe Biden imposed on people, regardless of their own health or religious concerns. And this is not going to please you. The Supreme Court turned away today a case over this very thing. The Supreme Court, in their new term today, has turned away a challenge to the Biden federal vaccine mandate for health care workers. It was an appeal from Missouri and nine other states. Supreme Court, yet we don't want to get involved with this one. Myocarditis. Thank you. I have been corrected. Myocarditis. I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be one on TV. Ay, ay, ay. As I said, there's a case. Liberals are panicking over the new Supreme Court term. Five cases to watch. But we have to take a break. I want to get some calls in. So if we don't do the five cases today, we'll do the five cases tomorrow. Maybe I'll save these and do these with Mark Stein tomorrow. You know, let's do that. 
Mark Stein is going to be on with us tomorrow. Let's save this story for tomorrow so that we can get Mark Stein's take on it. I like that idea. Meanwhile, let us go to Merrick and Jody. How are you, Jody? Welcome, Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. How are you doing, Jody? Hey, what's going on, Bo? Um, Good. I was, I was just talking to a friend of mine in Pennsylvania who's on a fishing circuit, and he was saying those two guys that filled the lead in the fish. Yeah. They supposedly, I haven't, I haven't factored it, but supposedly in the last two or three years, they won up to $350,000 in prize money and prizes, new boats and everything else. So Whoa. I'm wondering if they can look into that, too. Whoa. You know, if they won prizes and it can be proven that perhaps some of their gain is ill-gotten, I wonder if there's going to be a case. You know, this people have some people in some places have become so sleazy that they will do anything for money. Remember that song by the OJs, Money, Money, Money? A woman will sell her precious body for the love of money. And it goes on money. Right now, the greed, what people will do for money. I mean, you're going to cheat in a freaking fishing tournament? What kind of a human being are you? I don't know. Between the scams, the cheating, the lying, this is what happens when a society turns its back on God and just says, never mind morality. And clearly, in this country, the ethos that used to operate among most people is being threatened. Now, there are still good people in the world. A very dear friend of mine lost a purse filled with everything that she owns, credit cards, the like, including cash, in Kentucky, at one of these big, it was a big, like, shopping place. You know what? All of it was returned to her, including the cash, by FedEx. There are still good and decent people across this land. It is a shame that so many people now have lost any sense of what the right thing is to do or to be. James Golden, a.k.a. Sternly, coming back. More right after this. Radio 77, WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush, rush. Eddie Cochran brings us back. Another birthday, boy. He would be 84 today. Ain't no cure for the summertime blues. Well, somebody that's got the blues is uh, filmmaker Billy Eichner. He's blaming you if you are straight. He's blaming you for his humiliating box office performance. The movie is called Bros. It's a gay romantic comedy filled with graphic gay sex. That's the description in this story from Breitbart. Given a worldwide release, 300, uh, no, 3,350 theaters, $25 million production budget. 
and a huge marketing budget. The movie opened up in fourth place of humiliating $4.8 million. He's blaming homophobes and the red states. And he, tweet, he, he put out something he posted on social media. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see bros tonight. You will have a blast. And it is special and uniquely powerful to see this particular story on big screen, especially for queer folk who don't get this opportunity often. I love this movie so much. Go bros. Well, the guy from Breitbart, John Nolte, decided to do the math. He says the American population, roughly 330 million. Gay population, around 4.5%. That means 15 million Americans are alphabet people. That's his words, not mine. He said, so, but let's even round that down to 10 million. So if you have 10 million people, how many of those 10 million went to see it? It works out less than 5%. So he says this guy should stop being homophobic and, I mean, stop being so, you know, critical of straight people because a lot of gays didn't even bother to go see this movie. So, I mean, there you go. No, I'm not going to see it. Let us go to Ira in Long Island. Ira, how are you? Thank you for holding. Hey, James. I love your program because you talk to my two passions, politics and music. Um, (laughs) So first of all, um, I want to ask you on a light note, what's what's your favorite decade of rock and roll? Mine is the 70s. What would you say? I'm torn between – I love this – Look, that's tough for me. I love it. The 60s gave us the birth in many ways. And I know it's 50s, but to me, the birth of rock and roll as it really blew up, especially with the English Revolution, came in the 60s, right? And then, but how can you escape the 70s as being, the 70s, so much happened. There was an explosion, not just of rock, but there was an explosion of jazz, of fusion jazz. That's when Almost every music form you can think of kind of exploded. And then, of course, came the 80s. And the 80s, see, the 80s to me is when everything that you listen to sounded better. Because then, that's when the sonic, that's when the, the audio quality to me was at its zenith. I mean, it still is great. But you can listen to records that were made in the 80s. And if they're strong records, they sound just as good sonically now as they did then so it's a it's a really that's a real tough question but i love your answer ira yeah i i also wanted to say about in politics um especially what kamala just said about wanting to i know they tried to backtrack or or heard the white house tried to backtrack what she said but i think that you know the democrats are so organized they have these talking points like you you always hear these videos of a million people on the left in 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 um in the media repeating the same thing, you know, and Republicans well we don't have that much media. We only have Fox News and WABC and a few other, you know, but I just think that we need to be more organized, we need to be more united. We have the Lincoln project, we have Trump haters and Trump lovers and you know, the Democrats they stand behind whoever is 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 running on the ticket. You know, and um, I think we need to have like a talking point, like things like saying 
equal. We do have, but let me just mention something to you. Let me mention something to you. A lot of what we suffer for is perception. You know, our media reaches half the nation. And by that, I say our media on, on the right. You have publications. I talk about them every day. BizPack Review, American Wire, Fox News Digital. Of course, Fox News Digital, most people don't know this. Porter Berry is the guy that runs Fox News Digital. And he has turned Fox News Digital into a powerhouse. Fox News Digital, not Fox News TV, two different things there, even though they're still under the Fox branding. Fox News Digital blows everybody in the news business away with the number of page views that they have. These people are delivering billions, not millions, billions of pages of news every month to people. They are huge. And then you have, like, Daily Caller, Just the News, Town, um, um, Town Hall, uh, Daily Signal, Daily Wire, Washington Examiner, Washington Times. We reach half the country. Now you go to talk radio. We own talk radio, even after Rush. Rush, of course, was the GOAT. There'll never be anybody like him, over 600 radio stations. But even though that audience is now fragmented, we still are on, you, you have so many heroes that are there, and I don't want to name them and miss somebody, because, but, but our own Mark Levin, of course, and Sean, and everyone, and uh, people are all over this country listening and being influenced by talk radio. So we need to stop with this inferiority complex. We own half the news in this country. Now, what we need to do, is stop feeling like the mainstream media runs everything because they don't. Not at all. Okay, but I love your call. I hope you call back. Let us see uh, very quickly who we can grab. And that would be Mike, please call back. I want to talk about this new prime minister of Italy. We're going to not have time to do that today, but I'd love to hear from you. Maybe tomorrow you can give us a call. And let us talk to Leo in the Upper West Side. How you doing, Leo? Let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Hello, Jacqueline. Hi there, James. Um, I I hate to make things racial, but haha, the hyena Harris already made this racial, so I may as well follow her lead. Uh, first of all, my heart, my thoughts, my prayers go out to all of those in Florida that were devastated by that hurricane. However. I hope if any of them voted, as I call them, demon rat, I hope that next month they will vote the demon rats out based on the statement that Harris made. If President Trump had made that statement, they would have kicked him out of office the same day. If any politician made a statement and the statement went like this, you know, we've had a bad hurricane. We're going to make sure the whites get taken care of first. They would be, they would be driven out of office. It is equally offensive for anyone to make a statement about any racial group along those lines. We are Americans. We take care of those hurting. And those who hurt the most, we take care of first. That's who we are as a nation. Already, time is up. Remember, John, Katz is coming up next. Katz at night. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you. We will be back tomorrow for Boston Early's Rush Hour at 4 o'clock. Keep it right here. All day, all night on WABC. Get the WABC app. Keep us with you. We stream worldwide. Back tomorrow at 4. Bye.